Welcome back to another episode of the Body Mind Strong podcast. My name is Renee, your host and integrate fitness coach, coming to you once again from my tiny house. I am definitely starting to really love this. I just, for anyone who lives tiny, knows that the importance of going outside is really important and dealing with triple digit temperatures does is not really conducive to that. So we are counting down the summer's already halfway over. We've already passed the longest day of the year. Not the longest day, the longest sunny day of the year. So hopefully it will start slowly cooling down. But anyways, I digressed. We are on episode, I believe, 31 today, and I'm going to be talking about some basics of macros. And I'm also going to let my geek side kind of fly a little bit because I love PowerPoint. So I'm going to totally geek out over PowerPoint today. If you're listening to this, hopefully I will explain enough of what's going on that you don't quite need to see it. But if you want to kind of have the visual of what I'm talking about, go ahead and head over to YouTube. I should be uploading that. Hopefully within the next day or two, it will go up. So enough said about all that. And yes, it is August, y'all. I cannot wait for the cooler weather. For those who don't know, I'm actually living in the desert, and this is the first time I've been in the desert in 10 years for the whole summer. I grew up in it, and I keep trying to leave, and I've lived in cooler climates the last couple months. Actually, my bad, last couple of years. Actually, 10 years to be precise. So I am struggling right now with this temperature. <sighs> winter's coming, winter's coming. All right, anyways, here we go geeking out over PowerPoint. So yes, I just pulled it up. I love PowerPoint. Yes, I totally geek out over it. So here it is. Basics of macros. I kind of want to keep today simple again, just kind of go over the basics, the hows, what's and whys of macros, just to kind of give a base layer. Next podcast, I plan on kind of going a little bit more into tracking, kind of adding onto this. So, but let's just start with the basics of macros. All right. Oops. We got to come over to this way. All right. What are macros anyways? And the reason, one of the reasons I brought this up is because I actually had a client not too long ago actually asked me for more information on it. And I didn't realize that people know kind of the basics of it, but at the same time, don't really know. So this is why I kind of wanted to go into it today. So macros, what are macros? Well, macros are really your nutrients, your energy for your body. So macros pretty much equals calories, as you see here. So with like one gram of copper, like basic macros, right? Your carbohydrates, proteins, or fats. Those are the main ones that we always talk about. There are others like you notice alcohol is very little. Alcohol actually has its own macro count, but we're not going to talk about that today. We're going to keep things simple and we're just going to focus on carbohydrates, proteins, and fats. So carbohydrates, one gram of carbohydrate equals four calories. See, macros equals calories. Um, protein, the same, one to four. And fats, a little bit more. So one gram of fat equals nine calories. This is why fats add up so quickly in our diets because, it, I mean, it's more than double the calories of proteins and carbs. So thus why fats tend to add up like really quickly there. So as you kind of, as we break things down, this is where what we're kind of really looking at, at the basics of macros. Okay. Um, the points of macros, like why do we even care about, care about what kind of macros we're eating or how much of each portion we're kind of eating? Well, again, I'm going to keep this super simple. Anyone who is really, I mean, 
when it comes to nutrition, you actually can get graduate level degrees in this and get very specific. So, but for today's, I really want to just kind of keep things really simple. So we need proteins, right? We need it for amino acids, building and repairing cells and muscles, creating enzymes to help re regulate your metabolic system. And it's actually thermogenic. So your body actually burns calories while it's trying to digest it. So, and it actually can kind of slow down your craving. I wouldn't say craving. I would say more of an appetite for foods because your body is taking longer to digest, digest it, thus burning more calories. So you don't have this quick turnover of wanting foods right away after eating protein. And then it also aids in your hormone system. So those are some basics of proteins. We know like proteins, we need to build muscle, but there are so many other reasons that we need proteins for. And here's some basics. And then on to carbohydrates, you know, basically carbohydrates are just energy, right? That's what we need them for. So energy for your brain, your, your CNS, your central nervous system, and your red blood cells. Uh, obviously they aid in digestion like fiber, which is a carbohydrate. Um, they help you feel fuller as well. And during high, like high intensity exercises, that is what your body pulls from first or your carbohydrates storage. And again, like I said, it's, it's very simple explanation of it, but it pulls from that to help fuel your body for energy again. Right. And we want to pull from that when we're doing high intensity exercises. So we don't pull from your muscles. Whereas your body will, when it runs out, depletes of certain energy storage will actually lead go to your muscles. And if you're trying to build muscles, we want to kind of avoid that. So that's where all the carbohydrates really come into play. And then you got fats. Yes, fats are very important. We need them in our diet. Um, super low fat diets, I'm not a big fan of. I'm not a big fan of super low anything. But fats, we need them for many things. One, storage of course, fat stores energy, right? This is where when we eat more energy, then we actually expand. This is why we gain weight because that stores the energy. Fats are actually actually really important to transport and store like fat soluble vitamins. So we do need them to help get them into the system. And it also helps insulate and protects your organs. So we have different types of fat. You know, you hear about yellow, white fat, you know, we do have fat around our organs and some fat around our organs is actually important. Too much is unhealthy. So we do need a little bit because it does help cushion a lot of our organs. Um, they actually, we need fat for the components in the cell walls in our cell walls. And then of course fats, you know, there are essential fatty acids that our bodies can't make that fat can actually kind of help with that. So we definitely do need some fats in our diet and it is kind of important to look at what kind of fats you're putting into your diet as well. But we're going to talk more about that later. So those are some, just the basics of why we need fat or not just fats, but macros. All right, next. All right, the whys, hows, and what's of tracking. And the reason I just wanted to do a quick slide of this, I am going to do another podcast on like meal prepping and tracking. But when we talk about macros, we also talk a lot about tracking. And there's a reason why, you know, why do we want to track our macros? One, well, to get a better understanding of where you stand nutritionally. You know, it's not uncommon for me, for my clients, I've heard more often than not, for them to underestimate how much carbs and fat they're taking in and they tend to overestimate how much protein they're actually eating. So tracking your macros once in a while is actually, if you have certain goals, it's really important to track them because you kind of need to know where you're at. So that's kind of why we like to track. And then, you know, why are we tracking again, back to your goals? You know, if your goals are fat loss, 
muscle gain, just getting healthy overall. It's just kind of good to track your macros once in a while, just so you have an idea of where you're at and how. All right. So how do you track? Well, you got the good old pen and paper if you really want to go that route. Otherwise, there's tons of tracking apps out there. And here's a list of a bunch of them that I found. And I know there's more out there than just what's here. You know, the most common one, like MyFitnessPal has been around forever and I've been using it forever as well. So a lot of my foods are already in there. So it makes tracking a lot easier. I do tell my clients when you do first start tracking, it is kind of annoying because you have to input everything you're eating into it. So once you get the foods in there, it's a lot easier to track. But like I said, here's a whole list that you can go through of tracking apps. And a lot of tracking apps just kind of make it easier than doing the pen and paper because it calculates, it shows you where your macros automatically are. You can set goals based off your macros. So if you're trying to hit a little bit more protein or a little bit more carbs or a little bit more fats, they can help you with that. So, all right. What, what is the best division of macros? Well, there is no one size fits all when it comes to this. And it really is based on several things. One, again, your goals to how your body responds. And that's really important, especially when you're looking at diets, because if you find a diet that says, hey, this is great for everyone, I want you to just kind of question it because not one thing is great for everyone. It really depends on how you respond to it and how you're going to fit with it. So definitely when it comes to your macros and how you want your, where you want your macros at, it's really, it's going to depend on how you respond to it. Um, also based off your taste preferences, let's say you want to try the keto, but a lot of the foods on there you don't like, well, you're not really going to stick to it if you're not liking the foods or not liking how you're splitting things up or the diet and so forth. Now, so taste preference is huge. Lifestyle is huge. It's, you know, not every diet is a perfect fit for your lifestyle, but some of them are. So, and again, I keep bringing up diets when it comes to macros, because that's basically, there's so many different types of diets. And the way I look at them is they are based off of macros. Like, where are your macros? So like I said, keto, right? You got a higher percentage of fat on that. Atkins, higher percentage of protein. You got your low carb, super low carb. You've got high carb diets. I mean, you've got a lot of them that are like 40, 30, 30 out there. Um, so it really, diets are really just a different division of macros. That's kind of what they are. And that's how I can view it. And as you're tracking your macros, trying to figure out the one that fits you best is just going to be trial and error. You know, try something, start off with it, see how you respond, see how you can stick to it. Adherence is super important. So if you're doing well, great. If not, play with your, you know, adjust the trackos. Trackos. <laughs> adjust tracking your macros a little bit more. And if you're still kind of struggling with that, you know, finding a nutritionist out there, finding a dietitian. So, all right, back to what, <laughs> like what division really at the end of the day, keep this simple. Don't overthink macros. It is, you know, even if you slightly change your macros, let's say you start off with the 40, 30, 30, where you have 40 carbs, 30 proteins, 30 fats, and maybe you want to do that for a couple of weeks and kind of adjust it and do 40% protein and then 30 carbs and 30 fats, or, you know, you do, was it, uh, 25%, 35% and 30% or something like that. Don't overthink it. Just try something and see how it goes and keep things simple. The more you overthink it, the more you're going to stress out and the harder it is to going to hit those healthy goals that you have. So keep it, like I said, keep it simple. All right. Next. Oops. Did I just overshoot it? Nope. Here we go. All right. 
basic list of macros. So I kind of broke it down. Like I showed you here, proteins, 30%, carbs, 40, fats, 30s. Those tend to be the most, that 40, 30, 30 tends to be the most common starting off point. So if you're not sure where to start, I just encourage people to start there and then play around with the numbers after you try it out and see how you feel with that. So, all right, proteins, you got your basics, your animal proteins, be chicken, fish, eggs, and dairy. You got plant proteins like hemp, flaxseed, um, grasses, algae, sprouts, which are like nuts and seeds. And then you got pseudo grains like quinoa and buckwheat, and then beans and lentils and sprouted grains and seitan, seitan, seitan. I can't pronounce that one. Uh, it's a wheat protein. And then you have like your tempeh and your tofu. And I know tofu for a while got a bad rap with hormones, but I think that's what they're, what I'm seeing is women who are menstruating, they're, they're starting to see some kind of not so good correlation, but that could have been an old study. I'd like to see what kind of new studies come out because there are some newer stuff coming out with tofu and menopausal women. So that tofu is actually really good for you when you're going into menopause. So definitely I want to check out some more research in that. And I will get you guys more information on that because I really want to know um, a little bit more about the tofu and how it impacts hormones and like who it helps and who it may not, etc. So, all right, carbohydrates, you know, you got your common, your breads, grains, tortillas, your pastas. Um, nuts actually have some carbohydrates in them, believe it or not. Um, corns, your starchy vegetables like corn, carrots, and peas, you know, potatoes, you know, that common starchy vegetables are higher in carbs than others. And of course you have fruits and some fruits are higher than others, like berries, are lower than like blueberries, blackberries tend to be lower than others. Watermelon, super high, cantaloupe, super high. So you do have some variations there. And then of course your sugars and then on to the fat. So here's another common list. You got avocados, coconuts, fish, high fat dairy products, oils, olives, peanut butter is actually something I do want to talk about. Um, cause I've been hearing a lot of people when they talk about peanut butter, peanut butter, we all know has protein in it. And peanut butter tends to be thrown underneath the protein category more than fats. And when it comes to peanut butter, I would like you guys just to kind of challenge the way your, not perception, but how you view, I guess, perception, how you view peanut butter. Peanut butter is good. I don't want you to cut it out because it does have protein in it. But when you think about your macros, I want you to think about peanut butter under fats because peanut butter has way more fat than it does protein. So if you're trying to like, hey, I need like 15 grams of protein, I'm going to go eat a bunch of peanut butter. Well, you're going to have way more fats than you need by doing that. So kind of think about peanut butter as, yes, it's going to aid with protein, but it's a fat source. So think of peanut butter as a fat source. And then of course you got seeds and nuts and legumes that are higher in fat than anything else. So there is that. All right. I hope I didn't confuse anyone. I hope that was a, a good enough information for you guys that at least gets you thinking. If you have more questions about that, let me know. I am talking with a couple of nutritionists right now to, and I'm actually looking for a dietitian too, just to have on the show and to maybe break these down a little bit better than I did for you guys. So stay tuned. I'm hoping to get some more people on for that. But if you guys have any questions, definitely let me know. Um, here are some basic Let's see here. And yeah, definitely let me know. Email me at Renee at bodyandmindstrong.com. And let's see, where do I have everything here? Let's go back. Let me stop sharing. Actually, let me back to share. 
Yeah. So right here, really quick, if you're watching, here's how you can find me. Here's my website, bodyandmindstrong.com. You can find me on YouTube. If you're not already looking at me, looking at this on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. And of course, if you're watching on YouTube, you can also find me on my podcast, Body and Mind Strong. And let's see, I think that's all I have for you guys. So any questions, let me know. Um, like I said, stay tuned. I hopefully will have more people on that can really break down macros and diets and nutrition for you as well. And if you're ready to start a fitness routine, but not sure where to start, need a little bit more guidance, definitely hit me up. I'd love to work with you. Stay tuned for more episodes on helping you. Yeah, I am starting to get hot. I turned the AC off for this. Sorry, my brain is starting to fog. Maybe I need a little bit more fats. Okay, stay tuned for more episodes on helping you create a healthier, happier, stronger life for yourself. And make sure you're doing at least one thing today that's going to get you one step closer to one of your goals. Have a great day.